Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm you, today. With me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Tindy. How are you doing, doing today? Great. How are you? Good, good. So last week, we talked about graduating college and then what were our next steps and just kind of thinking about all of those pieces. And I don't know, how do we get ahead, right? What would we do differently? Yeah. So in our last episode, I talked about all the, all the multiple things I would do differently, and now it's your turn. So take us back. When, you, when did you make the decision to go to grad school, and then how did you go about jumping in? Oh, so gosh, it's just kind of taking me back now. It's, it's kind of crazy when you start reflecting and thinking about the years, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, but for all our students out there, listeners out there, like something that, you know, if you could take any advice, the main thing that um, I would say that I kind of learned from that experience was for me, I knew that I wanted to get my master's or PhD. PhD, I didn't realize until until I always say one of my mentors told me, if you listen to my story, one of my mentors told me, like, why not, right? And so I never thought that I could because I was coming from small town, being first gen. I was like, how would I even do that? Uh, and, you know, thinking of all that pressure, I feel is never good. But just thinking about, hey, how do I break this down into small steps? Think about it, figure it out, surround myself around people that want to get there. Um, is is a right step but one of the things that I reflect on all the time is is thinking about the jobs that I wanted to do and going and researching like researching what is necessary like I knew at first I wanted to be a teacher and I knew that if I got my master's degree as as a teacher that I can get paid more and so I thought hey why not I'm going to get my teaching credential. It might take me about a year and a half, maybe one more semester, and then I can get my master's. That just makes sense to me. I'm very practical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know that about me. So I'm like, why not pay for that extra semester to get paid more? Um, But then uh, when when I realized I didn't want to be a teacher and thought more about the college piece, I was looking for the quickest program out there. And that so that was thing because like you said, you know, like that that limited financial aid, right? We were taking mostly loans. I didn't realize that I could have done like assistantships. There are some scholarships out there, you gotta look for them. Um, or sometimes working at an institution, you can get that paid for. So there's all these things that I think about now that I would do different. I would definitely do different. I would work in an institution, see if they pay for it. That way I could get my master's somewhat for free or at least at a reduced price. Um, but, but also just going back to my experience, I ended up going to UCLA and it was a one-year program and I loved it. And I loved the, the quickness of it. Cause I thought, Hey, I have an internship. I'm going to get some experience and then I'm going to get to work. Um, but I think one of the things that I didn't realize was how competitive the community college counseling field mm, was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I was at a two-year CSU program, that might have also um, just giving me a little bit more background and understanding and knowledge about that. So I feel like that would have been helpful if I just did some informational interviews, if I talked to more people out there in the educational world and just learned a little bit more about what are different programs 
and what degree requirements do they necessarily need and also what makes the most sense for the career that I want to get into. So I think that's really important that I would do differently is looking at the industry. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think, um, you know, very similar, you know, reflection for me too is no understanding the industry. I think the point you really bring up is how often do positions open up in that field that you want? Because in our field, it doesn't open up very often. And so sometimes people have the degree, but then it's, it's really, really hard to get a position. And in fact, you and I both know lots and lots of people who have had degrees, you know, their master's degree for years, but they're still not able to um, land a full-time position. So I, I, I really love what you're saying because I think, you know, people, a lot of people don't think about that when they're only a master's degree. I think also, you can tell me what you think about this. Do you think, how much do you think your personality too, thinking about you, what's required in that graduate level, you know, position, that position that requires that graduate yeah. education, how much of your personality fitting that environment matters in terms of making the decision to actually pursue the degree? Oh, you know, that's going to bring me to a good story. <laughs> so I, I was, um, and, and then I'm going to get to this point. I'm going to get okay. to your point or your Go question. Yeah. But we were doing this assessment once. It was a true colors assessment. For all of you out there that are listening, um, it's basically it'll say, hey, if you're this color, these might be career opportunities that you're interested in. And I remember going to this training and this facilitator said, look, if you're working outside your color, which, you know, kind of think personality, right? Like what you want to do. If you're working outside of that, you might get home and be really tired, not want to do things, not be as motivated, right? And that always stuck to me. That always stuck to me because just like you said, like that personality piece, right? So like what comes natural? And so for me, honestly, talking to students, making um, people feel welcome, like that's natural for me. I love it. I love it. And I love it because it comes from like one, I feel like culturally from my cultural background being um, coming from a Mexican family where my mom immigrated from Mexico, like she would just welcome people and she would just talk to people and she would hear their stories. Like if we were at the grocery store, I always say like she would just talk to anybody. And that ability to really connect with people across um, different environments has always been ingrained in my personality. And I felt that when I was choosing a graduate school program in counseling, that just made sense to work to work in this field. And then plus just going through my experience as a, as a first gen student, I loved, I loved like just learning. And when I had those barriers, when I had a, like somebody that I can trust and just go to and answer those questions, that was inspiring. So I thought like, wow, if I could just be doing that, this is never going to feel like a job. Right. And so I think that personality for me was like, helped me choose at least a program, not necessarily the school, but a program. Um, and so when I got to UCLA, it was very different though. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that. Like my experience was very different. I had working around students that were just amazing, like 
very high achieving students and and I say this because of um, the program that I was uh, applying for was really competitive at the time and and so I got there and I was like really nervous thinking like oh my gosh how can I compete and so again this comes with my personality right is I feel like well I was open I talked to everybody and I realized like hey just because they're high achieving like doesn't mean that I can't reach that that level into new heights and I'm gonna break it down right because sometimes like I question myself can I do that and once I realized I just talked to and communicated with 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 the fellow students like I realized like just being around like-minded people was key it's like high achieving hardworking, like like I still had these values and I surrounded myself around these people and I just feel like it made me stronger and um and so this is something that I kind of reflect on and I just think about and I, I really like I really I wouldn't change my experience, of course, right now, you know, 2020 is hindsight, but I would have done more research to see. And that's what I always tell my students, do more research just so when you get there, you feel like you made that right decision. You feel like you've done the research. So and that's kind of just kind of my my tips for that. Hopefully I answered the question because, you know, me and my tangents. <laughs> So what would you say is the number one thing that students could take away from your experience, from your reflection? You know, once you have that bachelor's degree, I would say is definitely, uh, even before you're getting that bachelor's degree right now for all my students out there that are still going through their bachelor's experience, is I'm going to go back to that industry piece, look to see what makes the most sense for you. Two is look for internships or volunteer mm -hmm. If you already graduated, see if you can volunteer any places. Um, that way you kind of see if you really kind of like that field. And also listen to our, oh my gosh, I got into three things, of course, you know me. <laughs> listen to our informational interview. I pushed it last week. I'm going to keep pushing it because I don't think there's nothing like talking to oh, people that are in that absolutely. industry and just learning. Like, I think if anything, to me, that's gold yeah. right there. Like, Actually, impromptu, buttress your point, um, I actually, I didn't know I was doing informational interview, but that's one of the ways I made my decision is that I had, I started working at the college that I, we, that we work at, you know, it was, I was in my first six months there and I was talking to a, um, one of our current coworkers and she, and I asked her, well, how did you get into this position? How, what, what do you love about it? And, and you know what she said? All the things that spoke to my values. I love having my summers off. I like meeting new students who are fresh out of high school and helping them plan. I love seeing students graduate. And I thought, okay, this is this is for me. And it was it, it, it was impromptu. I just happened to run into her in the hallway and we just started talking. So informational interviews are, are golden. You're so right about that. Oh, right. I just, gosh. I don't know. I can't talk about that yeah. enough. I, I think so. my one thing would definitely be that, um, you know, finding a, the right program for you. You know, you mentioning that the fa you went with the fastest program, and, which was great, but it also it missed the fact of what it was like to be in the actual position that you wanted to. It gave you sort of like the overview of counseling, but what's it like to be in a community college? That part, you know, I know I had my internship yet. for just like, like a couple, well, three quarters, but it was so short, so fast. And then 
it was hard to integrate the theory that you were mm-hmm. learning into the internship mm-hmm. because they were going on at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so really, really taking the time to find the right program that not only fits you but fits the the field you want to be in. Yeah, really great point. Well. Thank you, listeners. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We hope that um, this is helpful. And so for all of you out there just graduated, congrats. For those of you that are almost graduating, definitely check out our previous episodes on the informational interview. And of course, again, rate, review, and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Yatende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's C-C-A-N-D-S-E-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.